It's Mark and Shane on the Gentleman's Club. Hey everybody, Mark Myra and Shane Allen here. It's the Gentleman's Club podcast. Shane, hello. Hi, Mark Myra. Um, and remember we talked about how when uh, somebody says somebody's last name, you want to have sex with them? A few podcasts. And you've been saying my last name ever since. Well, you took me on that hot movie date and we shared a popcorn and you didn't put out, so... Top Gun Maverick was fucking wild. What? Dude, I can't. That's like the number one movie by far, isn't it? Like yeah. In the country. I did. I when we walked into the theater and it was packed, I was legitimately shocked. I was like, wait, people still give a fuck about this movie that was terrible. And we're redoing it and doing the same fucking thing over again. And you guys are into it. You saw the trailer for this, right, guys? And and dude, I'm telling you right now, I've never I'm still embarrassed for America because of the IMAX theaters reaction to that film, laughing at all the jokes, tearing up at the teary scenes, just legitimately blown away by Tom Cruise in this movie. Shane is so insecure about his comedy that he hates when he's in a movie and people are laughing because you said the same complaint about Marvel films. (laughs) Anytime somebody laughs, you're upset by it. No, Marvel films, I'm mad at the clapping and the applauding and like the cheering. Like there's actual good jokes in Marvel movies a lot of the time. So like I'm like when it's Top Gun Maverick and people are laughing to it like hysterically, hysterically, like to the point where I was like looking around like, oh, my God, somebody's going to slap a slap Tom Cruise. He's like, this is too funny. You know what I mean? Like I'm just so used to now comedians being funny on stage and you got to slap him in the fucking head. (laughs) Sure. Like nobody tried to get up and slap him. I don't do it. It was it was insane. I just forget that people are just the laugh at just stupid shit. I just have to stop putting so much pressure on myself to be funny. You know, just Which be is great. I, all I have to do the is be Rochester. fat. <laughs> like if, if I'm just fat on stage, we're good to go for the roast of Rochester. That's all I'm saying. Like I'm trying. I'm just saying we've had this show coming up. I'm trying way too hard to like write. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna light Rochester on fire with this fucking set, you know? And I guarantee nobody will laugh at hard as hard at my jokes as they laughed to Tom Cruise falling out of a window <laughs> and seeing a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Everybody there was like I. Everybody there was like one one bad day away from being like a, a shooter in my <laughs> eyes just the the way everybody was reacting to things i think it's good to make shooter jokes now i think it's enough time has passed that shooter jokes are back on the table. oh come on they they, they they happen every day like there's literally we we never have a breath uh, uh um from from mass shootings in this country so I did feel very secure i will say at the imax after you know we went to see this hours after a mass shooting happened oh, dude i was so i was in like a obviously an awful headspace just like well i so do de- fucking depressing i'm such a fat fucking idiot remember when i walked in the theater what i did you gave me guns you gave me guns. i hands. shot you a finger gun and you, you guys shot like, me no 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 <laughs> shane there was a mass shooting and i was like oh yeah i heard somebody got shot and you were like 19 children <laughs> i was like i want to leave now because i saw people see me do it yeah. uh yeah i mean i didn't want to i've holstered my finger guns just so you know oh thank god thank yeah. god um yeah i w- i was like trying to go through like because i was getting the info about the shooting and it's just like it's just 
just as a human, it's depressing. And then obviously, like as a parent, it's even more depressing. And it's so that's awful. And I was just trying to go like, I can't I, I can't do it anymore. I can't be the person that like reads up on all this shit. But it was so awful that it's like it's being forced onto me to re to hear more about it. Yeah. Like um, the well, police stuff is just wild. I look, I'm saying for how they're acting, the cops, because they've stopped. They've they've stopped helping out like the, the FBI. They're like no longer going to give them any information. <laughs> Good. They fuck it. They had to have accidentally shot a kid. Oh, 100%. I think they, they accidentally shot somebody in there. And that's why they were waiting out there for, you know, they camped out there like it was Bonnaroo. They were out there for like seven days before going into the fucking school. But at least they were actively arresting and like tasting well, parents that were trying to get parents, in there. You, you know, know, like, dude, absolutely insane. But like, wasn't it some off duty cop went in there and got his kid and his wife yeah, out of yeah. there? Yeah. Good thing they got them out there. Yeah. But like, here's the thing. I know everybody's like really, really rah, rah, fuck the cops right now. But honestly, it's been a while since I've been able to really identify with the police and having one of them come on TV and be like, listen, we would have went in there, but we could have gotten shot. Yeah. I was like, you know what, guys? I completely fucking understand that. But that's yeah. why that's why I also, you and I are not cops, you know? Exactly. Exactly, <laughs> though. But you know what I mean? Like, you're putting that situation like, yeah, but there's a shooting in there. Yeah, I'm good. It's it's like if, you know, it, it's like if Marshawn Lynch, when he was playing, just ran the other way, got a safety. I could look at that and go, yeah, well, I get it. Like, you have these 350-pound dudes trying to kill you? Yeah, I'm running the other way. But you're a running back, so run into them. Run the run towards your end zone, you know? But it's not even that, though. It's like if Marshawn Lynch was, like, actively on the field trying to stop the other wide receivers on his team <laughs> from also scoring. Like, hey, guys, no, fuck, no, 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 no. Oh, like and he then, Pete rose it. Like, and then, Yeah, and then also, like, punching a fan in the head because they got a little too lippy with them, you know? I, I think, too, by, by, I mean, we, we, you're getting the same... Uh, the the same hot takes where it's like, uh, hey, uh, arm the teachers, which is a weird thing now because two weeks ago it was all teachers are pedophile groomers that are pushing the transgender issue that want all of your kids to be gay, and now it's why don't we give them guns? Do you want to make it easier for them to groom your kids? With a gun? Like, so what is it? They're either groomers and pedophiles or they're people that are so noble they deserve guns. My question with all these, like, arm the teacher people is like, did you not go to school yourself? Did you not? What fucking school did you go to where you trusted a single one of the people that taught you with a fucking weapon? I had an English teacher that punched me in the back of the head during the class. I don't want that fucking weirdo have a gun that is that's such a wild take to me shane i had um an art teacher it's not even that like 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 for for me where where there were crazy people i had an art teacher that was so feeble that a vhs fell on her foot and she was in a full cast for the rest of the year you're gonna give you're gonna give miss miss hority a gun 
Yeah, dude. she couldn't no, I... handle a VHS. I we had a sub. We had um one of our teachers. It was like fifth grade, right? She went on maternity leave, which was just like the entire year. Like we met her week one, and then she was like. I'm giving birth now. And then we didn't see her again. And yeah. we had a substitute. I think, I think her name was Miss Prosha. Um, not trying to dox or anything like that, but <laughs> she was 27 win way. She was an emotional train wreck. She cried every class. And yes, it was mostly me and my friend's fault. But if she had a gun, mm. we would probably be shot because yeah. she yeah. was not having a good time. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. Yeah, that this that whole thing is just like, and I mean, it's a hot take, but uh, really bad situation. Mark. Or, or just the, and I know, and like, I know they're not doing this, and in, in, they're not being honest about this. They're not being. They don't really want to do this stuff. They're just trying to deflect. But just the whole shit where it's like. The, the, the like schools need to be a fortress where there's just one entrance and the entrance is actually a tunnel and you got to crawl through it and there's you know you have to have seven armed guards there. It's gotta, you have to do a tough mutter to get into first grade. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we? Well, and, and and the whole thing too is they kept on saying a teacher left the back door open. A teacher left the back door open. They found out that that wasn't true, and the cops were just saying that it was props, right? But no, they're saying that wasn't true. No, that wasn't true either. Okay. None of it's true. The cops yeah, are just saying. I mean, yeah, it doesn't help that there's not good information. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, as long as we can blame a teacher, that's that's the best. That's a good part. No, I I love that. Um, you know, this this kid, whatever, got this the guns a week before this happened, and I think it was like it was an astronomical amount of bullets that he had. Yeah, sixteen hundred. It's a yeah, lot of bullets. It was expensive. It seems like a lot of bullets and stuff like that. So I'm glad that uh, the you know the pro gun people are like, you know, what the issue isn't guns. It's that there's a big mental health issue now in the country, which isn't that also the argument then for making it a lot more fucking difficult <laughs> to get guns? Like, aren't you making the case for us? Like, listen, guys, it's not the guns. It's the fact that just it turns out like the past uh, you know. 20 years or so we're all just fucking mutant violent assholes now so actually you know what maybe we shouldn't be arming these mutant violent assholes I and, don't know. and also i get why they want to keep minimum wage low i mean how did this kid afford all that true you got to keep minimum wage low just for that you know that's what it is yeah yeah so that's that's awful. That's great. I was trying to avoid even knowing anything about it because it's just it doesn't help. It doesn't help anything. It really does. Like, happen. Like uh, this. Yeah, I, I I did the same thing. I, I was trying to avoid it, but then like the cops started sneaking in my feeds, and I was like, all right, fuck. Now I gotta now I gotta watch Wolf Blitzer's interviews with these fucking stupid cowboy hat wearing fucking asshole cops in Texas, dressed like Texas Ranger. You fucking look like idiots. Take the hats yeah, off, you fucking fact, dummies. If you're going to lie to us, stop wearing a cowboy <laughs> outfit. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a big gunslinger. No, you're not. Because you had your chance and you shit your pants outside and you fucking tased a parent, you fucking assholes. The fact that the governor's wearing a cowboy hat. Like, yeah, it's a guys. It's it's a child's Halloween costume. You know what I mean? It's like, what if I, I know it's like a cultural thing for them because it's Texas or whatever. But what if just. 
New York state politicians just started wearing vampire teeth. Like, why the fuck do you have a cowboy hat like a child? And like you know, they're child. wearing fucking big boots and shit, oh my, too. So fucking stupid. And their outfits are so toy on them, too. I feel like they're very toy. That tan cop outfit. I don't, yeah, they look like cop strippers. And I was just like, dude, if you're going to lie about kids getting shot, Take the hat off, you know, and then Beto O'Rourke, he's fucking oh, yelling at them. He showed him, dude. I'm he, you. Hey, yeah. hey, you like, shut the fuck up. Throw a fucking smoke grenade. Throw a flash bomb in there or something. <laughs> you coward. Fucking we lights on the last podcast, Mark. Beto O'Rourke, if he wants to make actual change in America, he has to rob a target. It's <laughs> you this fucking is idiot. We have decided this in the past five years we've decided that if you want to make change in america you need to rob a target blind that's it and then the parent the freaking parents like a bunch of them are saying that they're going to do like open caskets right opening caskets because they're like they want to show they want to show what happened it's like i just don't know how to tell you like i i understand that you're trying to help they don't give a fuck they don't oh, yeah. care. That's oh, so it's unba- like so they're they're being like we need to change the gun laws. So here's my kid that was shot. Well, because the these rounds, I mean, it's not like oh, look, a cute little bullet hole going through somebody. It takes your fucking head off. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they couldn't even identify bodies. But it's like I don't know how to tell you this. They don't care what you think. Yes, the NRA had a convention and they didn't allow guns in their convention because they're afraid of getting shot by guns and you telling them that that's hypocritical you know how much they care zero they don't fucking care about it and you can't shame them like don't try to shame them like you don't have to do that to your fucking kid's funeral my only solace in this really mark is that these pro-gun people and it's like statistically um if you're a gun owner you're more likely to shoot yourself which is nice yeah i mean that helps me rest easier that's a benefit there. Anyways, we got the roast of Rochester. Um, just, I, mean, I don't know when you're listening to this. It's Friday, June 3rd. Get your tickets at <laughs> Facebook.com slash the Gentleman's Club or Carlson Comedy. It's going to be fun. I, th- I feel like I'm so I'm at the last. I mean, obviously, we're a few days away from it and I'm really going through all the material. I feel like this is a strong roast to Rochester, Shane. I got some strong stuff here. You, you got the good material. I was feeling good about it until we saw that Top Gun movie. And now I'm questioning everything in my life as far as comedy goes. Oh, I'm and, doing all Top Gun material. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Good, yes. Good, yes. Good. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for your, your set. I, Justin Brown is always fantastic. Um, Steve Wrigley is hilarious. So they're, they're going to be great. And he's um, going on. To- is he already on tour or, or is he going on tour? He's going on tour with, with the guy the, that played manager of from the, the, Con- of the Concords. Flight of the Concords. Yeah. Yeah. That's and he's like, badass. he's like the star of that HBO show. It's like a pirate comedy or something like that. I don't, I forgot what the same <laughs> is. So, some fucking guy with a New Zealand accent. You know, they all sound the fucking yeah. same over there. Well, I'm excited to see him just because you've talked him up so much. So yeah, he's fine. He deliver. He better deliver, Shane. You know, he will. Oh, he will. Um, so I know you had a story about how um, how your 
uh, uh, you felt like you're a bad dad, bad dad. But um, and and I and I want we'll, we'll get into that. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I want to set it up to show you that I'm a worse dad. But you go ahead about how you're a bad dad first. Okay, um, my bad dad tale is a tale from Memorial Day, long ago, long ago, <laughs> into yesterday, uh, Memorial Day. Um, went to, over to my friend's house. He just like he he bought a house with a pool, and this Fuck pool yeah. was destitute. It was he pulled out. He lost. He told me he lost count of how many carcasses he pulled out of this pool. Of what? raccoons chickens rats i don't know ground in ground pool above ground pool above fucking trash okay go ahead just yeah just trapped all these critters in there and died but uh apparently you know he works with a pool inspector this is a my friend justin who i do the interview podcast with and uh he fixed it up and he's like coming over pools open so we went over there he's the underground or or underwater welder right Yeah, yeah he needed somebody to help him bitch get in there and start welding this is different from you know give a pool liner justin that would have been hilarious if we went over there with just this big metal bowl <laughs> he's like i welded it shut it's all good guys all good. ain't good. leaking no more the water is boiling hot <laughs> hell yeah come <laughs> on <so>, justin <laughs> yeah um so i had like probably too many beers i was like looking around and everybody was just casually drinking i had like five ipas which is not good but then i was like all right arlo time to get in the pool you know nine month old baby that's never been in a pool before let's go drunk dad activate (laughs) and uh i climb in with them and i like other you know other couples are there and they start getting in with their babies and they're like they're strapping them in to like life jackets. They got like, they got like pool floaties that like they're these mesh things where you put a baby in it and they like, they can't, um, they can't go anywhere. And they got a canopy to say, protect them from the sun, too. protecting them from the sun. From oh everywhere. yeah. Everything. Um, meanwhile, I'm just raw docking it. I've just got Arlo just <laughs> excuse me in my arms. Nothing, <laughs> nothing. Hold us back. Arlo was having the time of his life. Just, just smacking the water everywhere. You know, just, he loves, he loved it. He loved it. But I felt like a bad dad, just drunkenly, just taught, like tossing my son in the air where I, I, it was like I had him in the air long enough where I could look at the other parents and see their faces like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> and Arlo loving it. You know what I mean? But I felt like bad dad. Um, that's, maybe I'm an old, maybe I'm old school dad. Yeah, you know? old school. Sink old or swim. School Sink or swim, idiot. You yeah. know? I was there. You know, I was holding them, except yeah. for when I was throwing them. I think yeah. I we we were like we weren't parents that like kicked our kids off of a boat and drove away, you know, at eight months or anything. But I think we were kind of loose in the water because we wanted them to get used to it and we wanted them to learn how to swim quick. Mm-hmm. So like I think around Arlo's age, we were like dunking their face in it and stuff, and you know, but yeah, and that's I remember because yeah, I was a lifeguard for a hot second and I was doing it on the pool deck. But I was always very hungover in the mornings because they gave me the morning shifts. So I was very, like, people could have died on my watch very easily. But because I was actively throwing up in the bathroom most of my shifts because I was so hungover. And also, like, at the time, 
I had would have to pee, but I was working alone. So I would just blow my whistle, pretend like I saw something in the bottom of the pool, jump in, pee in the pool, and then be like, false alarm, everybody back to your lanes. Let's go. Sure. Um, but yeah, I just, I sat there and I would watch all of these like kids fucking learning how to swim. And that's really what it is. You're just kind of dance around with them. It's more about like just letting them feel it out, get a good vibe from the water. And then once you do that and they're really happy, you dunk their fucking head yeah. as far as you can <laughs> in the water and then pop them out and then yell in their face. Yeah, ah, yeah. Um, it's good. <laughs> it's the best. You're, you're almost dying. I remember, <laughs> I remember they told us because we took like swimming lessons like infant, not infant. I don't know. Like Arlo's age, you know, six month old sw- to six to a year, six months to a year um, uh, swimming lessons with the kid. And what they told us to do was you dunk their head in the water, but before you do it so that they don't suck in any water, you blow in their face because mm-hmm. that'll like trigger like them to hold their breath. Isolate that clip. <laughs> but it turns into <laughs> it turns into you just kind of looking like you're spitting in your kid's face and then trying to drown them. Yeah. You know, because you're just like, like spinning in this human's face yeah from my perspective on the lifeguard chair it really does look like a mortal combat fatality yeah (laughs) Uh, i i almost killed my kids over the weekend because um uh so we're oh man we're running out of time so at some point we're gonna have to switch over to the patreon whatever i'll whatever i'll start getting into it now but um regardless patreon.com slash the gentleman's club it's four bucks a month extra podcast all that yeah if you if we get more subscribers, maybe we can pay for uh, the real Zoom, and then we don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So may, we won't have to do roast to Rochester anymore. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I made my stressed out mode from it. Oh, I thought you were in your enjoyment mode. No, that's when it's over. Oh, okay. Um, no, so uh, over the weekend, Lily had had left. I, I think I forgot where she went. She took. No, she just, she was, it was just her. It was just, so it was me and all the kids. Lily was somewhere. I don't even fucking remember where, but she was gone. And we're kind of packing up because, oh, Shane, you should join us if, you, if you're into this. Um, we've been, I know it's far away from you, but we've been hanging out at a, oh, I don't want to say which park. We've been hanging out at a park near us with a bunch of friends. Uh-huh. And we, we just kind of, we bring, like kids are welcome. Like a bunch of my friends have kids, so they bring kids, and um, we we drink some beer and we grill and we play tennis, and that's what I was doing. I was packing up to go do that. But you should come. Do you ever do you have a tennis racket, Shane? Do I have a fucking tennis Please racket? Mark? You got to come play tennis with us, okay? Mark, tennis was the Allen family sport. Let's fucking do it. You got to bring Arlo. Let's do it. They used to do Allen family fucking tournaments and they got like so serious that I still don't think my father talks to his brother because of it. (laughs) All right. Well, we got some I got some pros like my brother. He's he's got like an expensive racket and like he just got it regripped. I didn't even know there was a fucking thing. That doesn't mean shit. Oh, big talker over here. No, it's like it's the same thing as like golf and everything else. Like the newer the equipment, the better it looks, the shittier the fucking player is. I'll smack him down. I'll put him in a fucking early clay <laughs> grave. Shane's got a wooden racket <laughs> from from the 70s. It's, it was my grandfather's. Uh, all right. Yeah, you got to come play tennis with us. Yeah, we get drunk and we just grill some stuff and, and eat and whatever. And so I'm like kind of packing up and getting ready for that. 
the kids are one of my kids is outside playing with the dogs. The other two are just like in the house. And I've, I got like the cooler out like a big normal, you know, normal plastic cooler. And I've got it on the oven and I'm like about like just because I don't have a ton of counter space. I'm like getting everything ready. I'm getting food ready because I got we're like I'm bringing cold cuts and stuff and I'm packing everything. And I uh, I go to my room, which is on the first floor. The kids rooms are upstairs. My room's on the first floor. And uh, I go to my room to like get changed. And I'm really taking my time. I'm like. You know, the hampers full. So I'm like, oh, what tennis shorts do I want? Do I want these ones or do I want this one? And I'm like looking through it and everything. And then I start hearing, you know, when you hear something and it doesn't register for like three or four minutes. My wife's voice. Yeah. Um, well, what's it registering for, for me was um, my fire alarms going, you know, beep, 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 beep. And then also a lady and my fire alarm goes fire fire like that she says fire and i was just like um i so i'm i'm continue looking for my clothes and i'm like have i been listening to the to a lady yelling fire at me for the last couple of minutes and i opened the door to my bedroom smoke billowing through my fucking house mm. i'm like oh this is bad this is like a real fire and I go into my kitchen and the entire um, uh, the entire cooler is lit on fire. I I'm when I put it on the oven, it must have clicked over like, a, you know, one of the burners and it started heating it up and it melted through. And I guess, you know, they're just filled with fucking foam like insulation mm. and it just lit on fire. I'm like, holy shit. And my kid like comes down the stairs and she's just like, um, are you cooking something down here? And there's flames like fucking going up. And I'm like, oh, you gotta, you gotta go outside. And I, so I get the kids outside and then I go, I get nervous. Here's the problem. I know too much. Like I know that a normal fire you put out with water, but then like the grease fire, you can't put water on that. That's just going to, going to spread it. And I'm looking at this. I'm like, well, what the fuck is a, a melted plastic cooler fire? You know, what do I do for that fire? So I just grab the cooler, the flaming cooler with my hands, and I run it out the front door and I throw it into the lawn. <laughs> and all my kids are in the lawn. So I, th- I brought the fire back to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I throw it in the lawn. And I just look at it. I'm like, don't go near that because it's still flaming. It's still flaming and billowing black smoke. And I go back in the kitchen and it's just like kind of a melted mess on the on the oven and a flame. And I and I just like slowly put water on it just to see what would happen. And it went out. So I just like I put that out and then I went outside and I put the the, the cooler fire out. Um, but it just got me thinking like, man, that thing fucking if, if I was still looking for clothes like for three more for a couple more minutes, my whole house would have been on fire and my kids would 100 percent be dead because mm-hmm. she was upstairs. There's like no exit up there. Mm. You know, she just came down because she was just like, oh, dad's cooking something poorly. So I got a couple things to blame it on, and none of them are you, Mark. I just have to say that wait, to you. All right. Wait, can we do that on the other side of the Patreon? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Patreon.com slash the Gentleman's Club. It's four bucks a month. Go to the Roaster Rochester. OK, I don't know. It's Friday, June 3rd. I don't know when you're listening to this, but go to the Roaster Rochester. OK, bye. <laughs>